Hey you, welcome to or welcome back to Keisha's house, motivation and inspiration. I'm Keisha and as always, I'm so glad you stopped by. Now, if you're new here, I'd like to take a moment to share what we do. Every week, we reflect on the past week's quote and we grade the week. Then we focus on this week's quote for motivation and inspiration, and we set a plan for the week ahead. In the end, we discuss a few highlights from the book of the month. So let's jump right in. Last week's quote was from Albert Einstein, and it goes as follows. Commit yourself to lifelong learning, the most valuable asset you'll ever have is your mind and what you put in it. Commit yourself to lifelong learning. The most valuable asset you'll ever have is your mind and what you put in it by Albert Einstein. Last week, I spoke about how this quote reminded me of how we can find lessons everywhere. I specifically shared a little bit about my very first job in life. I worked at a fast food restaurant, specifically at the drive-thru window. And while I was there in the cold on those days where it's just freezing, and back then they didn't have those little fancy windows that just opened and closed. Yeah, ours was always broken. So I always had to just leave it open. And I'm there with one of my peers and we have coats on and those gloves with our little fingers sticking out and just trying to stay warm. And we had to rely on learning to count money in our heads to get not only the food out the window quickly, but to make change and get it back to the customer as fast as we can. I had no idea that the lessons I was learning there in my very first job, I would be still using 20 years after, 20 years ago, and I still use so many of those skills of learning how to count money and quickly to this very day. We learn in the smallest places we can find lessons in those moments that just seem insignificant. We're learning lessons. So last week, I unpacked so much information. I didn't discuss the book of the month. So I figured I would discuss the book twice this week. And this is a perfect place to discuss the lessons in this book that fits so well with this quote. So if you're following along, this month's book of the month, tongue twister there, is what they don't teach you at Harvard Business School, notes from a street smart executive by Mark McCormick. And there's this section that talks about what you can learn from working in the mailroom. 
what you can learn from working in the mailroom. And what I thought was interesting is that he says, you're not going to learn humility. You're not going to learn respect. And no, you're not going to learn the company from the inside out or from the bottom to the top. But he says that the people who get ahead, they have a need and they're driven to perform a task well, no matter what the task is or how mundane it may actually be. And what stood out to me about that section is not only do I believe it fits well with this week, but also the week before. Where that week's quote was, no job is big or small, only thinking makes it so. As this week's quote is committing yourself to lifelong learning, the most valuable asset you'll ever have is your mind and what you put into it. And what I got out of that was that everything we need to do, we need to do with excellence. And that no matter what that job is, there is a lesson to learn. So if we put on this lens that everything we do is a teachable moment, man, man, where can we be? Where will we be? That's powerful. Because it's saying that we can learn and be lifelong learners. And no, it may not always come from a book. It may be sitting and listening to a conversation. It may be learning a new program. For me, for example, there is this one program that I've been putting off for about seven months and I just hired a new team member and in hopes that this team member will bring the skills necessary to get this project done. In fact, so much of their resume, it was leaning on these skills that I knew I needed desperately for my team. Now, ironically, what I wanted my new team member to do, I have done in the past a couple years ago. And I did it well, actually. But I decided no. I'm going to lean on this person's skills. And they got here and they realized they needed to dust those skills off. So what did I finally do? After two months of waiting, I rolled up my sleeves. I pulled out some old notes. I sought some resource guides. I did some research online. And in less than 24 hours, I produced a new page. And basically, if you're familiar with SharePoint, oh, it could be a bear. There's some coding opportunities there, a lot of connection. But one of my goals for my position was to make my offices automated as possible. And in less than 24 hours, I succeeded with my goal. It's because I had to lean on my past experiences of what I learned. But I was open. I had a growth mindset that I was going to learn. I wasn't afraid of asking 
proper help and finding resources. And I buckled down and I just read through it. And there was trial and error. Some things worked and some things didn't. Some links were broken and some links I had to rebuild. It was okay. Because the end result was exactly what I was looking for. But I think what was most important to me was that in my team, in my observation of my team, as I was tinkering away at my computer to get this project done, there was one member in particular who I found would always come to my desk when I would say, yes, I just figured this out. And she would come over and she would look over my shoulder and ask to be taught. This program started off being one person's responsibility. Now it's run by my team. Because not only are we leaning on one person's skills based off of their career field, now I'm leaning on my team's skills in general. Because not only have I now learned, one of my folks have learned right alongside me. And as I'm taking notes, they're taking notes. And as I'm learning, they're a visual learner, I'm showing them what I've learned. The most valuable asset we'll ever have is our minds and what we put in it. And in the week, we both put this new skill in our minds. So never again, never again, will I shy away from the opportunity of doing this project, something I held off from doing for seven months, I could have accomplished in week one of my position. So what are we learning? What does it remind us of? Our education can be limitless. Our education can be limitless. Our knowledge can be limitless if we continue to have a growth mindset and we seek opportunities to learn. That's powerful. So with that being said, what grade would you give yourself for last week? I know what grade I'm going to give myself. I'm giving myself a C plus because I did learn this week, this past week. However, I could have learned more. I could have learned more. In fact, my education was derailed a bit because I allowed other influences to distract me. And that's going to bring me into this week's quote. But I'm going to pause for right there and ask you, what grade would you give yourself? Would it be an A, a B, or a C? Remember, as always, we don't fail at life. Some days get hard. Yes. Some days may seem a little bit easier than others. Yes. But we don't fail. So you did to decide. It's your personal rubric scale. I know recently I said I've adjusted mine. I've made mine a little bit harder. But 
did you give yourself an A, a B, or a C? And whatever that grade is, it's yours. You don't have to share it if you don't want to. But if your grade does not meet your expectation, identify the areas that might need a little support in the coming weeks. And then set that grade behind you. And let's lean into this new week. So with this week, we have a new quote. And let's see if you could guess who the author of the quote is. This individual was both a coach and a general manager in the NFL for a couple different teams. This person led one of his teams in particular to three NFL championships and won two of them. And because of his success, and I guess this could be debatable, we'll see. He has arguably become a national symbol of his single-minded determination to win. All right. Do you think you might know what coach this may be? It's Vince Lombardi. And our new quote for this week is the following. Perfection is not attainable. But if we chase perfection, we can catch excellence. Perfection is not attainable, but if we chase perfection, we can catch excellence. You know, what really stood out to me about this quote, I'm sure you've heard other quotes about excellence, but you've also heard quotes about perfection And we're constantly told that perfection is not attainable. But I haven't heard many quotes that say it may not be attainable, but that doesn't mean you don't aim for it. So last week in particular, as I was learning my new skill of coding and building all of this website design There were other areas that I'm responsible for that just kept taking hits. Small details here and there that were constantly missed all week long. And it was just building and building. And that's why I gave myself a C plus. Because as those small details were declining and just causing havoc in my other areas of responsibility, It was affecting my ability to learn because I was getting frustrated. But I had to remind myself that I'm not perfect. My team is not perfect. My office is not perfect. There is no one that is perfect because perfection is not attainable. And in my office, I have a phrase for my team. And our motto is striving for excellence each and every day. So if I am striving for perfection, even though I know perfection is not attainable, I will catch excellence. And the motto of my team is to strive for excellence each and every day. It's not about the fact 
that mistakes will happen because they will. How are those mistakes going to affect me? How are those mistakes going to affect my team? How do those mistakes now affect my home? Because if we're not operating at our best, if we feel defeated and frustrated, when we walk through those doors, when we get home each day, the heaviness of our day is still on our shoulders. So how do we get through that? How do we break through that? We aim for excellence. And we give ourselves some grace. But if we lean in a little bit from last week, in the midst of the errors, in the small details that are missed, there's still a lesson to be learned. And when I put on that lens, I realize, okay, this Detail was missed, yes, but we'll never miss that again because we put steps in place so it's not missed in the future. It may mean that my communication style may have to adjust and shift. There might need to be some type of tweak, an adjustment. We talk about that when we grade the week, right? We used to talk about how we might have to adjust the mirror so we could see a little bit better. It just might mean we got to make some adjustments. That's not the end of the world. We make those adjustments and we move on. We press forward. Perfection is not attainable. But if we chase perfection, we can catch excellence. And that is important. You see, perfection is defined as to be free of defect and flaw. None of us are perfect. We're going to have defects. We're going to have flaws. But excellence is defined as quality of being outstanding or extremely good. And what does outstanding mean? To be exceptionally good. We may not be perfect, but we can be exceptionally good at what we do. And I think aiming for that is okay. So that brings me back to our book of the month. And in chapter five, there's a specific section that really stood out to me. In chapter five, it's titled The Problem of Selling. And the author tells us right at the very beginning, most people, I believe, are born salesmen. I don't know about you, but I used to say for years, I can't sell anything. (laughs) I can't say anything. I don't want to. And he brings that up in the book. But he says how we are born sellers. And I started thinking about it. He's like, we know we negotiate in school. We negotiate with our friends. We would negotiate with our parents. We want a later bedtime. No, we want to go to our friend's house instead of going to a family function. No, no, no. I want to extend my curfew. 
no, 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 I want to go to this restaurant to eat or to hang out and not what my friends want to do. We are negotiating and selling all the time. But when we become adults, all of a sudden we forget our skills and we forget our skills because they're being judged. For the first time, our salesmanship is being judged. Is so all of a sudden that we make excuses and we say that we can't sell. And then we say that we don't have the skills. And then we just tell ourselves we don't want to. But the reality is we can. We can. So you may be wondering, well, what in the world does this have to do with the quote of this week? It is a reminder. It is a reminder that, yes, we may be getting judged. Yes, when we're at work, someone is monitoring our performance. It's not about the selling. It's about what we do when we know we are being observed. Whether we rise to the challenge or whether we stumble, remember, perfection is not attainable, but if we chase perfection, we can catch excellence, which means we can be exceptionally good. We may not be perfect salesmen. We may not be a perfect teacher. We may not be a perfect mom or a perfect dad. We may not be a perfect person but we could be really good at what we do. Let's not allow the judgment or the fear of people observing us to hinder us from our growth and from our excellence. That's a lot for this week. But when you carry this quote with you, I feel a relief because I don't have to be perfect. That's not the goal. I'm just going to be really good. And I'm going to find lessons along the way. With that being said, have a phenomenal week. Remember to upgrade yourself, your life, and your future. And I so, so look forward to how you do with this quote this week. Till next time, be safe.